What is the best way to communicate with your sales team? What are disc profiles and how do you use them as a sales manager? On today's podcast, we're breaking down all things disc and how to communicate effectively with your team. Let's go. Welcome to the Sales Management Mentor Podcast. I'm Nancy Withers, and when I was a new sales manager, I was shocked at the lack of training that was available to me for managing a sales team. I created the Sales Management Mentor Podcast to equip you with management principles, strategies, and tools that work so that you can develop a great team right from the start. I'm on a mission to improve teams one sales manager at a time. If you are a sales manager or hope to be one, you're in the right place. So welcome. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Sales Management Mentor Podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Withers. I'm so happy you're joining me today for a discussion about DISC profiles. If you are not familiar with what DISC profiles are, then you're in a great place since I'm going to provide you a perfect overview. If you are familiar with DISC profiles, then you are also in the right place since I'll be going over how to use these profiles with your sales team. I use DISC profiles every single day, and it's the most important strategy for how to effectively communicate well with other people, not only your team members, but also people within your organization. I use it with my team. I use it with internal resources. I use it with customers. It's an indispensable tool that I found to really help me with my communication style. So what is DISC? DISC profiling takes someone's observable behavior and categorizes it into four distinct groups. It's not so much someone's personality, but their natural tendencies. Most of the time, it's the behavior they naturally do if under no other external pressures. Everyone has all four styles in them, but they usually have a dominant style. It's interesting that all of the times that I've done DISC trainings, everyone in the room has broken out equally into the four groups. So it's not like there's one prominent style, especially when it comes to leadership roles. I have had managers that were dominant in all four of the styles throughout my career. There are also strengths and weaknesses for each of the four styles. If you understand how each of the styles works, it helps you become a better communicator with each of those styles. Also, knowing your own style, you can understand how your own strengths and weaknesses work, and that will help you be a better communicator with the other styles. It might seem tricky at first to figure out how to identify someone else's style, especially if you don't know them very well but it's really easy once you learn a few of the indicators. You can tell how someone talks to you and you can even find signs of their style in their emails. I prefer DISC profiles over some of the other popular personality assessments because it is simple to use and easy to remember. There are only four categories to remember and it's pretty easy to identify which style someone is. Even if you are off on someone's dominant style, you will still come close to the style that they like to communicate in. Understanding someone's dominant style makes you way more effective in building relationships, in your communication with people, and in giving people information in a way that they can hear you. Because that really is the point. You want to be able to communicate in a way that people can hear you, not just the way that you are comfortable in communicating. So let's dive into the four styles. The first style in DISC is D for dominance. This style is very direct. They care about results and they are action-oriented. They care about information more than they do people. They also tend to be more extroverted than introverted. For each of the styles, I'm going to show you how you would use the style as a sales manager. So this is how I would interact with a dominant style during my one-on-one meeting. When I know I have a dominant style that I'm meeting with, I will get right to the point. I will start with, what do you have for me? I won't chit chat. I'll get right to the point. I will get right to my list of items that I have for them after they review their items. 
if there is time towards the end of the one-on-one, we can talk about things going on in our personal lives, or we might have a little more time to chit-chat, but chit-chat is never going to be at the beginning of a discussion with a dominant style. An example of email communication with a dominant person is very direct and to the point. They get right to the reason for the email and don't add any additional niceties. Dominant styles tend to be overly direct and blunt, which can offend most of the other styles. They also take action before having all of the information, which is not always the most effective way to make decisions. Their very direct style can almost be hurtful to some of the other styles like steadiness or S in the disc profiles. Dominant styles will want to slow down, be a little gentler, and ask how someone is doing before they dive right into the information that they're looking for. I have created an infographic for all four styles with their attributes and areas of opportunity for improvement that you can grab for free in the show notes at illuminatesalesconsulting.com forward slash podcast hyphen six. All right, so the next style in the disc profile is influence for the I. Influence styles are people that are enthusiastic, outgoing, and are usually extroverted. They tend to be persuasive and they care about people more than they do information. They are usually warm, engaging, and easy to talk to. I am actually an influence style, and it's really easy for me to communicate with other influence styles. We will definitely hit it off right away. For my one-on-ones with influence styles, we will spend a little more time at the beginning of the one-on-one talking about what an exciting week it was or what group engagements took place. I will make sure to hold them accountable for any details like I would with anybody on my team but I tend to especially need this kind of help with my influence styles. Influence styles are usually enthusiastic in their emails and will often use exclamation points. They want others to be excited with them and there tends to be an energy in their written communication. There's a joke on my team that they know if I'm angry, if I don't include an explanation point when I'm communicating with them, which is pretty funny. Some of the areas of opportunity to be aware of for an influence style is that they tend to talk way more than they listen. They tend not to care about the details. Influence styles should be thinking about how to care more about the details and to make sure they gather all of the information before they take action. All right, so, so far we've covered dominance for D, influencer for I, and now we're on to S for steadiness. This style is usually a valuable member of the team and everyone on the team usually likes them. They're usually thoughtful, supportive, and tend to be patient. The steadiness style is definitely people-oriented and they prefer people over information. They tend to be a little more introverted but add a sense of stability to your team. For my one-on-ones with a steadiness style, I always start out with personal questions like how's your family doing or how did your week go? You are showing them you care about them by asking them about the people and things that matter to them. If you started a one-on-one that way with a dominant style, they would wonder why you're wasting their time. Email communication with a steadiness style will always start with a question or statement about how things are going. They will not dive right into the topic. They will care about how your week is and how you're doing as a person. Their emails tend to be longer than the other styles. Where the setting the style can look to be more effective is in making sure that they're being assertive and advocating for themselves. Because they care about the needs of everyone else, they need to make sure that they're putting effort, that their voice is being heard. They also should try to talk more than they listen. This is really the opposite of the influencer style. Our last DISC profile is C for compliance. These are the people on your team that love details and love precision. They tend to be analytical and prefer information over people. 
they always tend to be a little bit more introverted. These are the types of people that prefer all of the information and want all the things to be exact. For one-on-ones with the compliance style, I do try to send them a short agenda ahead of time so they have a complete list of the topics that you're going to talk about. You can start the conversation with the list of topics so they have all of the items that you're going to talk about on your one-on-one. Compliance styles want all the information before they start to feel comfortable. They can't feel comfortable until they have all of the parts. They are the type of people on your team that love standard operating procedures. It's important to give new compliance styles on your team as much background and context that you can so they can reference that information while you're training them. Remember, it helps them feel safe, comfortable, relaxed to have all of the information. Compliance style emails tend to contain the most information out of all of the styles. They'll have all of the specifics, they'll list out all the parts, and they'll include previous discussions, usually as attachments. While this attention to detail is an important attribute and it will help balance out your team, the focus on information can bog down a compliance style. It can be helpful for this style to see the bigger picture and to step back from all of the details. Sometimes they'll wait to take action until they have all the information. And then there are some times in business when you don't have the luxury of waiting, where the dominant style will take action before they have the information. Compliance styles are the opposite, where they wait and wait and wait for all the information before they take action. It's important to point out that neither of these attributes are better than the other ones. Just being aware of what your natural tendency is can help you be better at navigating when you should take action and when you should get all the information. All right, so that takes us through all four styles. I do wanna mention that there is a great book called Discover Your Team's Potential Proven Principles to Help Engage Your Team and Improve Team Performance. And the title actually starts with DISC for Discover. It's a collaboration of about 10 authors and it gives tons of examples of how to use DISC profiles with your team. I really like the different scenarios for how to use the profiles when you are managing a team. You can find a link to the book in the show notes And I actually have two additional things for you in the show notes. Like this episode's chocked full of free stuff. (laughs) There's also an assessment that I'd like to recommend by Disc Strengths if you're not sure what style you are and you would like to take an assessment. I really like this assessment because it's full application ideas for your style and ideas for how to work with other styles. It's one thing to know which style you are, and it's a whole nother thing to understand how to interact professionally with the other styles. But wait, there's more. I also have an infographic for you that breaks down all of the styles and kind of gives some areas of opportunity and some strengths to make it easy for you to reference when you're working with your teams. You can find all three resources, the link to the book, the DISC Strengths Assessment, and the infographic that breaks down all of the styles in an easy reference guide in the show notes at illuminatesalesconsulting.com forward slash podcast hyphen six. Thank you for joining me today. And I hope you apply this to communicating with your team right away. It really, really is a great tool and is really helpful. You will be shocked at how it improves communication with your team.